Welcome to Volume 7 of Behind the Rain, an audio anthology of Oklahoma poetry presented by the Okie Bookcast. My name is Jay Hall, and I'm excited to share work from nine great Oklahoma poets in this volume. If you're a regular listener to Behind the Rain, you're going to hear some familiar voices as well as a couple who are brand new to the anthology. If this is your first time listening to Behind the Rain, first of all, thanks for checking it out. Here's what you can expect. You'll get to hear each poet perform their original work specifically selected for inclusion. I'll introduce each poet prior to their performance, and we'll have links in the show notes to websites and social media where you can connect with and find out more about each of our featured poets. If you like what you hear in this volume, you can listen to previous volumes of Behind the Rain on our website at okiebookcast.com slash behind the rain. If you're an Oklahoma poet and would like to submit work for consideration for the next volume, go to okiebookcast.com slash behind the rain for details. Submissions for Volume 8 close in March. Now, here we go with Volume 7 of Behind the Rain. Rachel Waters is a published artist, poet, and curious human. They often write from healing, memory, and gratitude, with their main hope being that any one thing they write may make one person feel like they belong and are loved a bit more. They frequent Red Dirt Poetry's open mic nights, among other various things, and recently became the newest member of Red Dirt Poetry's Board of Directors. They're glad you're here. Pretty wordy. I call myself pretty wordy, as in I've got a lot of words and they're all gorgeous. I consider myself a plethora, as in I am a large and or excessive amount. I like and, and I try to live by the permission of what Walt said. I am large. I contain multitudes, as in I am infinity and a bit more, and we all are. Our words will echo beyond their airtime. Our inkings will always be silvered by the beyond. As in, our muses will take the wheel at some point. As in, if we let them. Let us let them. And let us never try to contain our multitudes. Our plethoras of etceteras, our unending muchness and enoughness, We have always been the perfect amount to the right people, and the right people are always the ones who love our most selfie selves. The right people will always celebrate all of us, all our largeness, all our excessive, all our much, all our wholeness. And that is pretty and gorgeous, too like all the words and me and you and like all that, just as a note, you're pretty and gorgeous too. You pretty wordy beyond enough, infinity and etc. magical and plethora you. Brand Rackley should be a familiar voice to faithful listeners of Behind the Rain. He has the distinction of being the only poet to appear on every volume so far. Brand is an Oklahoma native, Cherokee writer, poet, and actor. He's active in the Oklahoma poetry community where he performs and helps lead poetry workshops. His new poetry collection, Call It What It Is, is out now and available in many Oklahoma City metro bookstores. More of his work can be found in Canary Collective Magazine, Pink Apple Press, as well as on nondoc.com, okiebookcast.com, and Instagram. Let it burn. Baker's dozen hour of a 12-hour shift, a graveyard shift, a graveyard where I might soon be. My world's on fire, my world's wailing. Cotton and baling wire don't mix, but the field isn't. Not yet. I can save it. 
Body comes to life with the melting morning frost. Not asleep, but my head's a step behind. Destruction, two steps ahead. Aim the metal monster to the edge of the field. Empty all the foam, but it's only a road bump to the fire, licking its way in a burning frenzy through the center of the machine to a lump of cotton. I've broken a lot of things. I've lost a lot of things. I can save it. Throw everything important off, not myself. Like all the gambles in my life, don't know when to fold. Fight my way up a ladder with water. A heat wave hits, takes some hair, pushes me down onto the platform. I jump, I land, I stand. It ran like a deer. I'll be damned if it isn't dying like one. Groaning, spilling its blood all over hard, cracked red dirt. Dripping, melting plastic, rubber, oil. Batteries, lithium crackles like sparklers. I've clung too long to what I thought was good, but was only just good enough. I can save it. Sprint for holy water, for I need a miracle. A tire tall as I am, hundreds of pounds heavier explodes, knocking me back to the ground, blowing my hat forty feet behind. I lay there, looking up. Only the sound of loud ringing in my ear. The million-dollar stack of steel roars. The blaze, blackened and blurred by the rubber, climbs eighty feet into the cold, clear blue sky. It's out of the field, just barely. I pray the wind won't change direction. I can save it. Holly Jahangiri is a poet who resides in Houston, Texas. A longtime resident of Tulsa, Oklahoma, she received degrees from the University of Tulsa, where she met and married her husband and started a family. A former tech writer for Sitgo, MPSI, and American Airlines in Tulsa, Holly recently retired from HP in Houston. She's a member of the Oklahoma Writers Federation and serves as an officer in Poets Northwest, a chapter of the Poetry Society of Texas. Tornado Alley When I was just 11, I would lift my arms, rejoicing to the frenzied back-and-forth of racing clouds, summoning swirling billows, bituminous gray from the darkening sky. Fearless like an air marshal to the raging storm, I'd guide the dipping vortex down, down, exhilarating wind whipping at my hair, my rain-spattered skin. I'd close my eyes and turn my face to God, triumphant. Did God remember then, and did he laugh as she, just four years old, stood wrapped upon the step, her arms uplifted, joyfully as sirens blared? the sky rotating overhead. Faking courage, I was calm before the storm. As mothers do, I smiled, made a game of it, of running, tucking tiny, tender limbs. We made a game of being flat and small. If I say run, you run. Sometimes I think of Xenia, Ohio, of Tulsa and the port of Catoosa. I think of Dallas when God dips a finger, casually, as if to stir things up, tossing eighteen-wheelers, ice cubes in a glass. Last call. Hold tight, I say to her, not knowing whose voice gives more comfort. She's left Tornado Alley, 
Gone where whale song rises in the mist, where storms are mild, snow is rare, but pine is plentiful, burns hot, orange smoke chokes the air. I want to say, don't be afraid, and stop it, don't. For she, herself a mother now, can tell her son to never fan or coax the flames. Courtney Mackwoods McLean is a corporate consultant and inclusion, diversity, and equity practitioner. He is an OU alumnus, member of Kappa Alpha Psi fraternity, MBA graduate, Army National Guard veteran, state awardee for community and mentorship service, an Oklahoma Journal Records Achiever Under 40 awardee, and the official spoken word artist for the Oklahoma City Police Department. Mac uses his passion and knowledge to serve underserved youth and marginalized groups in areas such as financial literacy, self-love and actualization, and goal execution. Additionally, Mac is a trained actor, featured in short films, commercials, and other cinematic productions such as Black Wall Street Burning. Crystal clear turquoise made it transparent for me. To the bottom of the ocean floor, colors of the coral reef look like the flyest floral piece, lightly drowning in her essence. Yes, Lord. Shall we be together forever? Let the winds of heavens dance between us alive with love, bound by the skin to one another, with an inner language inscribed on lines so intimate. God's sweetest grace in written hieroglyphics on the walls of our spirits. Yoked, yoke. Painting palettes of peace, running of union that couldn't break fast. This love be nourishing. Yes, God, it sounds filling, don't it? But I learned from 10 years of marriage, something doesn't have to be perfect to be wonderful. Truth be told, I always wanted to be a husband and father. At eight, I picked out my tux. By 14, I chose my groomsmen and wingtips. By 21, I was afraid of commitment and running away from anything that looked like a good woman. Matter of fact, I got good at conquering bodies while my wife-to-be became skilled at protecting her heart. My feeling of phobia, feeling of falling, failing, failing into love, absunder the darkest sea, afraid to feel a void of deep diving beyond being, being a fatherless maybe. While her love language blanketed, curated connections, heated, weighted, broken times and became overly independent as a defense mechanism from constantly being let down. See, her mama never showed her how to love, her daddy never knew how. Because of that. I tried to drown my sorrows, but they learned to swim. The storm teaches if we listen to it. And her mama was scorned by men. So her tutelage was out of fear of forecast that she'd weathered womanhood too soon. And I became comfy in chaos because it was commonplace. And neither one of us grew up addressing customary neglect. Our foundation was laid in insecurities, six feet deep with squared soft corners, poured in sealant enough to feel torment but not destroy the contents, dead things that we had to let go. This is where our fear of love lay and our wedding shared the same day. I take this woman to have and to hold from death till us part. A decade of dedication. Like a far off concept, Pluto patience, known but never touched. Three years of fear, two years living together but apart. One year of confusion, three years of bringing life, one year of finding each other again. Enjoying the equation but evolving on the formula of 10. I often think that people have never been in love when they seem to never had enough to fight for. Well, we get on each other's nerves. Our patience at warfare, suffering and martyrs, in other words, our harmony has wounds, but well honored. And that forevermore sounds like the silence of God. We're still working on being still. 
while our Lord is moving. Callous hands, unattainable scaffold, steel toes, proper PPE required, hazmat certified, marriage is hard, damn work, while a whole bunch of overtime is needed. It's going to take more than a lot of sacrifice. I learned our journey that sometimes something doesn't have to be perfect to be wonderful. Yoked. Mac Woods. Ruth Key introduces herself in her book, Bright, as Ruth Elizabeth Key, color queen, imagineer extraordinaire, poet esquire, engineer by association, Christian by grace, musician by blood, the intelligent, the munificent, the insignificant, at your humble service. To Nowhere He walked with her to nowhere. They were silent on the road there. She had fists held tight in knots where gentle hands had always been. He knew not why he had to be there but she would have walked alone there, so he walked a pace behind where lonely footprints needed friends. They walked past homes placed snugly and cramped fields of corn and barley, the lake where battered sun politely on the crowded wavelets beamed, till they found a place so empty that no ear was near, so freely she let go of tact completely, and she closed her eyes and screamed. The harsh vibrations unpinned every knot that tied her soul. Then she collapsed where nothing had been, feeling lighter in her bones. He raised her from the ground then, as they gave each other half-grins, and they forgot what had just happened as they made the journey home. Blue Balloon Hold me like a blue balloon, tightly clenched within your hand, or firmly tied around your wrist so I won't fly away too soon. Watch me as I bob above, though looking down is not my strength. Pull me down to see your face and let me know the world you have. Tell me I reflect the sun and mirror back the summer clouds, for my eyes only see the sky and never know how far we've come. Know my skin is thinnest blue and know the wind will tug my string, but keep me tied around your wrist, for no one holds me quite like you. Andrew Gilman is a local creative and writer raised in Oklahoma City who currently resides in Norman. Cherry Creek. Around the bend from where we'd shared a room again. A park through the pines near the tennis court fencing. Snow fell in feet from pale gray sky that April. And sticking under sun, the road solidified. An infrequent off day, we had the chance to march and trudge build and slide when that short kid from the bus arrived dark greasy mop loud shrill shouts he wouldn't quit stepped up launching a syndrome challenging the two threw him into powdered frost puffed up talking punk who tried to prove who might as well be nowhere now icy tears tumbled holding our own with flushed red cheeks leaving them Boys, as we were, we moved. For only once, or even since, we felt the same in different ways. Solidarity, together, finally, an overwhelmed and loving kind. Returning to confusion from our mother, she none the wiser. Proud, it seemed, upon telling, not even a dozen those months in Cherry Creek, a whirlwind, another quickly fading era from before, 
a spinning copper coin in all seasons, clouds of purple dreams misleading, far from where we'd already been, what brotherhood could mean, there, anywhere, anyone. Abigail Pappas is a music teacher from Oklahoma City. Abigail's previous poetry publications include Oklahoma Women's Journal and the Poetry Club member magazine. Abigail is also a watercolor artist, has been a bartender at Walt Disney World, and was a film intern in Dublin, Ireland. Abigail is currently working on her first collection of poetry. Return to the Sea The tears come often enough that maybe I'm meant to be a saltwater pond that houses fish with short memories and algae that clings to every rock. Maybe I'm meant to be a creek where the salmon swim upstream and brown bears frolic to find an afternoon treat. Or maybe I'm a great river with a delta that holds many a creature flowing out into a mighty gulf. Maybe yet I'm the salty sea bounding wave after wave, waving hello to sailors, unafraid to show my midnight depths. But I see a lighthouse signaling my bleary eyes back to solid shore. I can wade in the shallows with the anemone and float at the surface while my tears baptize my cheeks with salt water until I return to the sea. Sydney Aaron is a published and performing poet and a licensed therapist. She also serves as director of membership for Red Dirt Poetry. Sydney is passionate about disability awareness, mental health education, and equality for all. To all of the men who tried to take my power, I learned long ago that my strength is not in my body. I learned it at 19 when my heart stopped beating and caused me to collapse. Again at 21 when migraines caused me to be unable to see. At 23 when the doctor said lupus. At 26 with a half dozen organs removed from my body. Pain comes and goes. My body fails me. I cannot trust my physical self. So what you took from the physical me is temporary. It hurt. I was ashamed. I wanted to hide. But it was not my power. My power was given to me by a mother who tells me I can do anything. By sisters who stand by my side through every difficulty. By a father and a brother who bring laughter to ease my pain. By a creator who made this body just as it should be. And by me. I am not wrong because you wronged me. I am not empty because you stole from me. I am not broken because you broke my trust. I am whole. I am worthy. I am strong. I have power and I will go on. David Jennings is a rehab physician at the VA Medical Center. Prior to entering the medical field, he earned an English degree at the University of Arkansas and has read and written poetry since the early 90s, with many poems published in various poetry journals throughout the years. His first book of paired photographs and poems called The Smallest Hint was published in September 22 and was the photography division winner of the 2023 Oklahoma Book Awards. His second collection of paired photographs and poems called Someday Somewhere was published in September 2023. Raised in Claremore, he now lives in Broken Arrow with his wife and daughter. What he'd done. What he'd done, he hadn't meant to do. But he was raised that no one talks that way to ladies or they wind up black and blue. So when that man got up to walk away with lewd and vile remarks still on his tongue, and those two girls embarrassed and ashamed, 
He stood and made a fist and swung, then swung and swung and swung and swung, like some untamed, cold-blooded beast, until that man was dead. And for a time the entire place went still. He shouldn't talk that way, was all he said. Then the hiss of burgers on the grill broke through the shock and silence and the air exploded with loud shrieks and gasps of fear as blood seeped out beyond that dead man's hair like trickling of a spigot from his ear. Someone grab him, grab him, don't let him run. This brought him back from what had been a haze and sent him off in flight from what he'd done. He rushed a rambling, winding backroad maze, slipped under fences, slithered through barbed wire, and fought through fields of corn that hid his trail until his lungs gave out, his legs on fire, collapsing on the rocks beside the rail, where, by luck or by some twist of fate, a train was slowly stretching out its slack. He crawled aboard a boxcar bare of freight and saw his hands, then everything went black. We're going to close out Volume 7 with another poem from Rachel Waters that feels like a perfect way to lean into the new year. Musings for the New Year Things I'd like to leave behind in 2023 Me not speaking up just to keep the peace, a.k.a. letting my peace not matter. Any fears holding me back from chasing that which I desire wildly. The wishing I am anywhere else other than where I am. Any or all in action when it comes to bettering myself and all remnants of shame. And then more more please in 2024 more poetry more poetry and more poetry more friendship and family and furry chests of pets resting on me more love a lot more love more laughter more breath more breath more bread more celebrations more peace more Rest, more rest, more spirit, more art, more making art, more being art, taking any pictures just because I want to remember that tiny moment, more wishes on stars, more 1111s and 444s, more adventures, more affirmations and affection, more promises to self and more protection, more enjoyment of the smallest of things, more gratitude, more gratitude, more gratitude, more food that makes me want to cry because it's so good, and more giving to, more giving to, More books, more looks, more finding miracles in each and every nook, and a little less rhyming. More inner child work, more therapy, more healing my own brain, more healing my own heart, more pouring out of my own soul, more aliveness in every form, 
more dazzlement, more listening to my gut, more listening to my friends say what they need to say, more listening to the world around me, more trusting in love, more trusting in my own divinity, more trusting in myself, and for good measure, more poetry. Thanks for listening to Volume 7 of Behind the Rain. I hope you enjoyed getting to hear from these great poets, and I want to strongly encourage you to check out the links in the show notes to connect with them on social media to let them know you enjoyed their poems and to see and hear more of their great work. A couple of quick things before we go. First, we're looking for a presenting sponsor for future volumes of Behind the Rain. If you're interested in supporting the work of this anthology, reach out via social media at Bookcast or at okiebookcast at gmail.com. Remember, if you're a poet who would like to submit work for consideration for Volume 8, go to okiebookcast.com slash behind the rain for details. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you with Volume 8 in April. Until then, go find something good to read.